All right, I hope you guys are ready. We have a new episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and Denise is Liddy City. She's more than Liddy City. She's the capital and mayor of Liddy City Town. And we're also going to be breaking down Taylor Swift. She's resurfacing some old beef with Kim Kardashian. You better get ready for it, because we're going to break it down, and I've got some very special guests to help me out. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. Welcome on in, everybody, and happy, what's, oh, today's Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. What's going on, everybody? Um, We do have our bonus No Filter Plus episode that'll be dropping tomorrow. We will be t- live streaming it tonight for YouTube members. So if you're a member of the Zach Pack on YouTube, you can join us live this evening at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, or you can watch or listen to the rebroadcast on Apple Podcasts tomorrow morning going to be fun grab your cocktail it's thursday thursday and we have lots of tea to get into okay here to help me out because we have a lot to break down most importantly denise richards with her jacket upside down slurring her way into our television screens once again here to help me are the ladies of the pop apologist podcast please welcome lauren and shan hi 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 Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to break all this down with you. Welcome to the YouTube sphere. Is this your guy? Is this your first YouTube live stream? Yes, it is. Well, welcome on in, guys. First off, what are your thoughts of Taylor Swift being named Times Person of the Year? Are we a fan or do we think Taylor Swift is a little overrated? Oh. I think you might be asking the wrong people. We, we bow down to Taylor Swift. She is a deity to us. So we think that this is the first time person of the year that we're interested in before it's been people like uh, Vladimir Zelensky and (laughs) uh, Greta Thunberg snooze. We are so ready for finally time to pick a true God amongst us. Taylor Swift. Did you see her on tour? Did you see her on tour or did you watch the the tour in theaters? Because they like didn't they shoot it and then like aired it in yeah. Yeah. Uh so I am actually kind of a glutton. I saw her twice live. Um, it did put me into a little bit of debt, but you know, that's beside the point. (laughs) And I saw it in the theater. (laughs) Lauren, you didn't see them. I, I went to the movie. I'm going to her show in Vienna next year. So we are oh. Swifty devotees. So I just want to warn everyone that yeah. we have a lot of pro Taylor commentary to come. Okay. So what was your reaction when you saw that she was Times Person of the Year? I feel like they always give it to somebody either a little controversial or somebody political, mm-hmm. like somebody in like, you know, it's like a, a, a Pulitzer Prize. I mean, like Lauren said, we felt validated that this, you know, this person was finally being recognized by Time Magazine. But I think the most exciting part for us was that she gave a full interview because Taylor Swift does not do full interviews very often. And so to have like, you know, a long discourse with her was just like, you know, we were obsessed. What juicy tidbits came out of the interview that you guys found new since you are Taylor Swift devotees? Was there anything new that you didn't already know? I think one of the main takeaways from the interview was that her relationship with Travis began a lot earlier than we thought. 
So she talks about how basically they started hanging out instantly after he called her out on her po- on his podcast for not being able to meet her at the show. And I guess they started hanging out right then after. And by the time she went to the first football game, they were already officially a couple, which really was just huge new information because most of us thought that they were hard launching their first date. But she says that would have been psychotic of them. <laughs> I mean, it would have been psychotic. It's crazy because I remember getting that piece out of the interview and thinking, oh, wow. So she really kept it under wraps. And she kind of, you know, she said that she liked that because people weren't prodding into her relationship. But I did think like, oh, they are hard launching their career. This is like, or their relationship. This is their first date. But that is kind of psychotic if you think about it to like publicly, you know, yeah. your first date like that. Because I, I, I mean, everybody already talks and analyzes her dating life. I said this to Lauren earlier, like we don't have a lot of faith in Taylor's ability to play it cool. So we were just like, yep, they're, you know, publicizing their first date. She's showing up at the game. She's sitting next to his mom. You know, it is what it is. This is our girl. This is what she does. So I think actually it was, I think we were, uh, you know, uh, it was good for us to learn that, you know, she'd had some chill and they'd had some like private dates before, you know, going public. Are you a fan of Travis? Are we shipping them together or are we just kind of waiting to see where this goes? Yeah, I think that I think that w- another thing we learned in the article was Taylor really considers the past six years when she was with Joe Alwyn to be time that she regrets in certain ways. She regrets going away. That really wasn't her. And she says in the article, she cannot get that time back. She also says in the article, and by the way, we know that Joe Alwyn is very private and he, we think yes. that given his, her song lyrics, he was maybe uncomfortable with being in the spotlight next to her because he felt so severely outshone by her. What's very incredible about her relationship with Travis is that they're really proud of each other. And Travis has no problem being right next to Taylor Swift and letting her shine. And she says in the article, we are just super proud of each other. And I think that's very heartwarming for both of us. So we shift this couple completely. I mean, people seem to be a fan of them in the live chat. Uh, Karen wants to know, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, love All Too Well, 10-Minute Version. Chandler? Oh, that one is so good. I mean, the, that's the a classic. version is some, a classic. It's new. <laughs> I mean, All Too Well is a classic, but the 10-Minute Version, I mean, that's like, that's, that is capsule Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I love Now That We Don't Talk from the new, uh, from the new, like, vault tracks. Oh. It's incredible. It's impeccable. I mean, Harry Styles, like, can't believe it. Really did a number on her. That's for sure. Yeah. Which of her exes would you say was your favorite and least favorite? Oh, this is a good question. I mean, least favorite for sure, John Mayer, because I think he just has a relationship for being such a womanizer. Her, Our favorite. I mean, it's hard after listening to her music to have a favorite ex. Chan, do you have a favorite? I mean, at the risk of, you know, like offending people, I feel like. My least favorite is maybe uh, maybe Joe now knowing what he mm, did to her. Oh. And I think my favorite was Harry Styles or Joe Jonas. Oh, yeah. Because those were two major crushes of mine growing up. What about Jake Gyllenhaal? I was expecting him to come up on the words list. Do you know what he Who? did to her? Who? We don't use that name in this house. <laughs> we just don't. We, we completely erased him. He, so uh, yeah. worse than John Mayer. Yes. 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 Oh, a thousand percent. Oh, Karen oh favorites Calvin Harris. Calvin Harris. I don't like how he did her dirty with uh with the song with Rihanna. What song? I'm like blanking oh. on it. Um, Sweet nothing, I think. Or uh no no no. Look what um 
shoot, I'm blanking on the name, but yeah, the Rihanna song. I just, I don't know. I don't have great feelings about Calvin Harris personally. He mm. wrote a song about Taylor. No, no, no. He like, she like co-produced a song with him and I feel like he didn't give her credit. And it was just like, there was, it was weird. This is what you came for. Yeah. This is what you came for. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't even know about that. Oh, I think I remember hearing about this. I don't know. He's also just kind of forgettable to me, but yeah, I feel like he's kind of forgettable too. Sorry, Karen. Um, I I think that there's so many songs. I don't know that there's very many songs about Calvin. I don't think that relationship lasted very long. And she definitely met Joe during it or no, she met Joe during the relationship with Tom Hiddleston. Um, Deep Dive Miller Blinds. I'm so here for Sorry, I'm getting distracted reading the the live commentary. I love it. I, I know love people it. are very very hyped about it. Um, okay, what do you think about the Kim Kardashian piece that came okay. out of this article? Because she's coming for she's coming for Kim Kardashian based off of the feud that she had with Kanye and Kim when Kanye dropped his song "Famous" and in the song there are the lyrics "I made that bitch famous" and he claims that he called her and that they got permission from Taylor. And then she says that, no, that's not true. And then Kim Kardashian posted a clip on her Snapchat back when she was Snapchatting before people started using Snapchat just for nudes. <laughs> and it was like a thing. That <laughs> um, so she released the clip that shows them having a conversation where he, you know, basically reveals the lyric to her and seems like she is okay with it. And then he also did the music video where it showed her naked. Remember all the people that were naked and oh, she was yeah. naked in the yeah. video and there were wax figures. So now she's at the time she wanted to be removed from the narrative. And now she's come back saying that that was a really traumatic time, that it was a character assassination, that it was, um, what was it? It was really challenging for her career at that point. What are your thoughts about her talking about this now? I was saying earlier to Lauren, because we've been nonstop talking about this article. Uh, I think it's really bold of her to name Kim Kardashian in this, in, in this report. you know, she doesn't say, you know, these people hurt me. She literally calls her out first and last name. And my favorite line that just like, I just, I'm so here for it is she says, you know, trash has a way of taking itself out every single time. Mic drop. Yeah. she really, really comes for Kim Kardashian. And I think that, um, and Scooter Braun. And I think that one of the things that's the most interesting is the way that it really impacted her. She says that she thought her career was over. She moved to a foreign country. She distanced herself from basically everyone in her life, um, or virtually everyone. And I think that we just didn't know what a severe hit this took. The one question I have about it is why she didn't just clear the record and say, this was cut incorrectly. I never gave permission for this. Like, I'm curious why she didn't put out a statement about it when it happened, saying that this was a frame job. And this is coming so far, so many years later. Did you see the full video? Didn't the full version yeah. of that video come out? So what was the difference? I remember the the original clip that Kim posted and it's basically Kanye reading her the lyrics and she's like, yeah, I like that. And then, but it was a short clip. And then apparently there was a longer clip that came out that showed what exactly? I know the full, the full clip came out and it came out, I think years later. And so that's, what's curious to me is why it wasn't released right then. And I think the full clip, it's been a minute since I've seen it shows the full context and just, she didn't actually give approval for that lyric. Well, uh, yeah, I think the lyric was different. I think it was like, you know, I, I don't think it said the full thing about, you know, I think her and I might still have sex. I made that bitch famous. I don't oh, think yeah. it was that full, yes, like, was you know, pretty intense line. Yes, I remember the clip saying, um, 
I think me and Taylor may still have sex, but he left out the I made that bitch famous part. And I think yeah. that's what she took yeah. against to. Also kind of shocking that she greenlit. I think me and Taylor might still have sex. And yeah. she's I like, mean, yeah, that's an honor. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I need to like look back at what the exact lyric was because I, yeah, that even feels crazy for her to co-sign on. At yeah, the time. it feels not very Taylor. We need to fact check. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. And I mean, I was surprised too that she was naming Kim Kardashian. I feel like they, like they had moved on from this beef. Like she was very much like, I would like to be removed from this narrative. I'm surprised that she didn't say anything sooner. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. it was just all kind of weird. And then for her to bring it up again now and to say that Kim's never apologized to her for that. Yeah. I think that again, I just don't think that any of us really understood what a reckoning that was for Taylor Swift and how how deep she really fell bad, though well i mean as a swifty i remember in that moment canceling taylor swift in my brain and being like wow she wants to play this innocent girl but then behind mm -hmm. the scenes she wants to be the kanye and i think what we have to remember is just the context with her and kanye you know yeah. with like the award show and you know this this they've they have had a history together yeah. well and also i want to bring some further context that taylor is really in her heyday right now she's at the yeah. peak of her career it's never really been like this like taylor swift has kind of always for a lot of her career was kind of um not super not not a cool artist she was kind of like thought of as a little bit um too mainstream just not not she didn't have that credibility or that cool cool factor at all and i think right now it's so it's hard to imagine you know her being taken down but i think at the time she just wasn't nearly where she is now in terms of you know being so beloved but also it was moments like that it was the vmas with kanye taking the award away from her and it was the leaking of the video clip like those are the things that did make her you know, that made her a topic of conversation that we all continued to kind of show interest in Taylor that then motivated her to release the Reputation album. And that was like big when she's like, I'm sorry, Taylor can't come to the phone right now. Why? Yeah. That? Like that was a moment. So I also <laughs> think yeah, like she has to, I would love for her to give credit to be like, yes, those were some fucked up moments. But at the same time, I used it to my advantage and look at where I'm at. Time, you know, has its way of, of showing us that we can get through those moments and like not give it any thought. Like I just, I feel like it was a little leaning into the victim side of things with mm -hmm. the Kardashian piece that I'm just like, but like, look at what it, like it did really help, you know, you have this major comeback that made me a Swifty when the, when the reputation album came out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, yes. And I do wonder, I wonder if she has experimented, experimented more musically and artistically because she maybe stopped caring so much what people thought of her. Maybe she felt like her reputation had been dashed. And so she just was going to do what she wanted to do. And maybe the fact that she's made so many different, you know, albums with different sounds, maybe part of that is her letting go of just needing so much validation, which she does talk about in Miss Americana, the Netflix documentary. Yeah. And I think the the new Taylor that we have has really kind of emerged and she doesn't care anymore. And I think you kind of yeah. have to go through some of those beatings in order to get there. And listen, she's in her heyday. She's selling yeah. out the tour. She has the tour that's now airing in theaters. She has Travis. Like, I think she's she's having her moment. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And she she looks incredible. I just I we are loving every second. Karen says that she misses. Taylor's country music. Do you guys agree? Or do you like this Ooh. new music that she's coming out with? 
I I loved her country stuff and I would love to see her like do a little country like, you know, EP or something. I would love it. But uh, I do love the new stuff as well. I, I like when she experiments, like she's just so talented. I feel like she can really do nothing wrong. And I would love to see. Yeah, I guess a little bit more country. Why not? I I love the country, but I will say that knowing that she's from Pennsylvania, sometimes <laughs> when I hear that kind of that fake country twang on earlier albums, I'm just like, mm, I'm not sure how authentic this sounds. Yeah. No, no tea, no shade though to Taylor. Who I we love country too. music for the yeah. record. Well, she is killing it right now. She is now Times Person of the Year. Congrats to T Swift. Not that she needs us to pat her on the back, but <laughs> yeah. good for you, girl. Um, real quickly before I let you guys go, what were your thoughts of Beverly Hills this week? We had Denise Richards slurring her way in. We had Sutton versus Kyle. We had the return of Kim Richards. Mm. Such, such an iconic episode. I felt like this episode was really a quality. There wasn't a filler scene. It was mm -hmm. all just, it was so good. I, okay. One moment from the episode I'm dying about is Denise really came for Erica, right? And was like, you did something to me. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to say what it is. I mean, also, Denise, just three sheets to the wind. So 30 sheets to the wind. Yeah, it was, it was a lot more than three. I love the moment when the chef is just like, dude, Denise. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know. Okay, but here's, here's the part that puzzled me is later in the episode, she's having lunch and she explains that the thing that caused her so much pain that she was coming for Erica about was Erica mentioning a threesome with an earshot of her children like four years ago. And um, I'm like, isn't this bitch like creating erotic content on OnlyFans like <laughs> and an adjacent career as her daughter right now? I just, it's hard for me to imagine she's so precious about these things. <laughs> it was... And and she also said, that, like, you hurt me. Like, what you did. Like, she made it seem like Erica attacked her in some way. Yes. Um, and then what she reveals at the lunch was that it wasn't that Erica attacked her. It was that she'd mentioned a threesome in front of her kids. And I was like, wait a minute. Wasn't Kyle the one that brought Brandy into her house and revealed that you had hooked up with Brandy? And yet you're right. at Kyle's yes. dinner table, like, thanking Kyle for inviting you. Like, what? I'm I sorry. I... Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Jim. I'll just say that was reeking of a NyQuil boozy bender, and she was trying <laughs> to figure out some type of excuse for it. Like, that just did not make any sense. I'm sorry. No, it did not. And I loved how when Erica was like, okay, well, I'm sorry if I did something to you. And she's like, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Jacket scene. I'm sorry. All the jackets do this. Do her a solid. Dorit was really trying to be like, girl like, <laughs> like don't do that don't do this stop it, what stop you're it. Doing. like i don't give a fuck i'm like what it's <laughs> like what is going on oh. <laughs> I think she thought that Dorit was trying to embarrass her on camera, yes. but Dorit was literally like trying to whisper in her, like, I think your jacket's. <laughs> like, no, like, I, I think it was, I think she honestly thought she could get away with it. Like she like realized what had happened, but she didn't want Dorit to be like, yo bitch, you're so drunk. Your jacket's on upside right. down. And, and that's kind of what was happening. Right. Cause if she was like, oh yeah, it is upside down. It would be like, whoa, Denise is so gone. And you know, you know, when you're, you're a few deep and you feel embarrassed about it. It's pretty easy to get triggered if someone is like, you know, pointing that out. 
But it was like such a like a you know hey I think like oh she was like oh is, is this inside out and she's she like, was trying no. to be discreet yeah she was trying to be so discreet she even like whispered she's like I think it's inside. I think <laughs> I don't like, I don't think there's any discretion though you guys when the camera's right there I think D- Denise is like stop it you know because they're clearly filming this listen she was having Just her my moment. two cents yeah. It was it was rough. She was like, "Don't embarrass me," but like she was embarrassing herself all on her own. Oh, completely. I've never been jacket upside down ever. <laughs> no, I mean a fur coat. How do you put a fur coat on upside down? That's my question. It's not a shawl. <laughs> do you How did you even just? Like, I just. Do you think that she took like a pill or something before she yes. got there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. This was like this is this was not just drunk to me. This was like loopy. Yeah, right. Okay. She little took, Xanax on the way there. Yeah, she took a strong pill, and I think she had a little Casamigos in the car. Yeah. Garcelle yeah. was being so generous when Garcelle was like, I think she maybe had, you know, a, a cocktail on the way over. <laughs> that is not, I was nervous. Let me have a, a shot. That was like, she was, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so good. Um. All right, ladies, I know you guys have to head out, but thank you for joining me this morning and giving me your thoughts on Taylor and your thoughts on Beverly Hills. You guys are the host of the Pop Apologist podcast. Where can people find you and keep up? Yes, thank you. So Pop Apologist, Pop Apologist, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're on Instagram and TikTok, Pop Apologist. We are going to release a breakdown of the Time article on Taylor Swift, so that'll be out later today. So keep an eye out for that if you want you know, a full dissection of Time's Person of the Year. There we go. Guys, go subscribe to the Pop Apologist podcast. Go tune into their Taylor breakdown. This is interesting. Susie in the live chat says cold medicine and alcohol. She said she had a cold. What if she did yes. take mm. some Jake? Can you imagine? Yeah. yeah. It's just like totally innocent. Mixing. I don't think it was innocent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we are on YouTube. So for all these YouTubers, please head on over to our YouTube channel where we have new episodes out every Wednesday. Thanks. Thanks so much for having us, Zach. Thank you. Yes. Guys, go subscribe. Go show them some love. Thank you, guys. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. I love Shan and Lauren, Pop Apologist podcast. Guys, go show them some love. Go subscribe to their YouTube. Subscribe to their podcast. Tune into their Taylor Breakdown. They're big Swifties. So if you're a Taylor Swift fan, then you're going to want to go and check them out. Now, I have a lot more hot takes about Beverly Hills, which we'll get into in just a second. Whereas we see Denise getting, you know, toe up from the flow up. She's definitely going to need something to help her liver, which is why I want to share with you guys what I've been loving lately. And that's dose for your liver. It's yummy. And it's a great up, uh, a great upgrade to your daily health routine. For me, it's like, why wait for the new year when you can start taking actionable steps right now to keep yourself on track and get your body feeling good? You want to take care of your body, right? Unlike other wellness shots, Dose does not contain any standard juices or powders. Dose is not basic. I have it right here because I was drinking some this morning. Look, at there it comes in a cute little glass bottle. Dose for your liver. So Dose for your liver is formulated with ingredients clinically shown to support your liver health. Potent turmeric. 
milk thistle, dandelion, ginger. It's vegan. It's gluten-free. It's dairy-free. There's no sugar in it. It's made with organic herbs. If you guys want to give Dose a shot, it is delicious. Tastes like a yummy orange juice. If you want to give Dose a shot and invest in your health, Dose is now offering No Filter listeners 15% off your first order, plus an additional 15% off if you subscribe for a monthly delivery. That's 30% off your order. Go to dosedaily.co slash no filter and use code no filter. That's dosedaily.co slash no filter and use code no filter. The link is in the description below. Whew. Denise Richards, I highly recommend you get yourself some dose. Um, all right. Shall we get back to Beverly Hills? Because oof, that was that was a lot, you guys. The dinner party from hell did not disappoint. I guess we touched on the Denise stuff, but we haven't gotten into the Kyle versus Sutton stuff. I think Denise was coming for Erica because she wanted to have a moment. I think I think you're right. I think there maybe was some cough cough syrup, cough medicine. I think she definitely had a little bit of that. She said that she had a really bad cold and she had a couple of drinks she probably was already starting to feel it, and that's why she didn't want any of the THC. But she, you know, she was toe up from the flow up. And I was like, damn, girl. She was Percocet and tequila. Everyone has a lot of theories. This is all speculation. We're not accusing Denise of anything. Um, Dayquil, uh, Sudafed is like taking Adderall. Well, then that's not... I haven't had Sudafed. I haven't had any of these things in forever. I just let my body ride it out. I take some vitamin D. I go work out. I get some fresh air. I get some sunlight. You know, I rarely ever take cold medicine these days. Um, but my goodness, Denise was whew, a lot. I love hearing your takes on all reality. Thank you, fairy tales. I appreciate that. Sizzurp. She was drinking hypnotic. Um. But yeah, I didn't know Quaaludes came in cough medicine. Guys, you guys are wild this morning. But yeah, I think it was probably either it was a Xanax. It was, it was either some sort of like, let me take something to calm my nerves. Or it really was cold medicine that she mixed with alcohol. And she was just, she was toe up. I think Dorit was really trying to do her solid. The Erica thing was strange. I'm like, why are you coming at Erica and not coming at Kyle. Like, again, Kyle is the one that kind of brought all of the Denise stuff to light. And yet you're sitting here with Kyle. And I mean, Erica apologized to her. But again, Erica didn't even know what she was apologizing for. Afterwards, when she was talking to Crystal, she's like, well, it's a good thing that you apologize. And she's like, yeah, but I don't know what I was apologizing for. And it was because, you know, Denise wasn't even clear. Like, I do remember that season. And I do remember that there were some moments, especially with Aaron, because Denise was like, you guys are talking about threesomes and you guys are not being discreet in front of my children. And I remember all of the ladies, Erica included, all of the ladies were kind of like, what are you talking? Like, she's wild things. Like, it's Denise Richards, who's now on OnlyFans, you know, which, by the way, I have to tell you guys, I subscribe to Denise Richards OnlyFans so that you don't have to, okay? And when I tell you, <laughs> so I told you guys I subscribed to Leah McSweeney's OnlyFans and the, the booty hole picture that we thought was a booty hole 
was not an actual booty hole because when I paid the $15 for the bundle of Leah McSweeney on OnlyFans, there was no booty hole. It was just Leah McSweeney bending over in a bikini. And it wasn't even a two-piece bikini. It was a one-piece bikini. I would show you guys, but it's not it's not legal. You're not allowed to share OnlyFans content. You're not allowed to leak it. I know there was someone on, on Instagram that's like, Zach, you're not supposed to be leaking people's OnlyFans photos. That's illegal. And then people were like coming at her and she was like, I don't care. I'm stating the fact. And then she like tagged OnlyFans in the comments. And I'm like, okay, if you think I did something that was copyright infringement, which it was not because that was a public photo. That wasn't the, the subscription pay for this photo. It was a public photo that Leah posted. And it was the censored version with the star over it that looks like her booty hole. Um, and then this person was like tagging OnlyFans in the comments. And I'm like, why are you tagging OnlyFans? Like, that's so rude. You're going to tag OnlyFans so that what I could get in trouble and I can get slapped with the copyright infringement? Like, so nasty and so rude. I was not, I did not appreciate that. I was going to delete that comment. I was like, who? And then she DM'd me and she's like, I'm just looking out for you. I'm like, that's not looking out for me. That's trying to get me in trouble, which also I didn't leak anything and I'm not going to leak anything, but I told you, Lee McSweeney, $15 for that bundle was not worth it. I wish I could get my $15 back and buy me a cocktail or something. I'm lying because cocktails are not $15 in LA. They're like $20 in LA, but yeah, don't be all uncool. Um, Denise Richards. So I also subscribed to Brandy Glanville's OnlyFans and to Denise Richards' OnlyFans. Brandy Glanville, I spent $10 and did not get anything of value. Brandy was also, Brandy posts like pictures in her thongs. That's really all you get from Brandy. Um, I think she may show like a little nipple or a little titty here or there, but for the most part, ooh, look at, I'm getting, I got a message from Denise Richards. Keep this a secret. Unlock for $10. It's six photos and four videos for $10. Should I get it? So anyway, Brandy Glanville's a lot of like thong pictures and look at this is me from behind. And she has like a lot of like old throwback pictures that she posts on her OnlyFans too. To me, it, it didn't really seem like it was worth it. Denise Richards though, guys, I paid $9 on OnlyFans to see Denise's coochie. I saw Denise's coochie. I saw her boobies and her coochie. If you watched last night's Salt Lake City recap, Josh was here last night, and we I remember there was a moment, if you, you were in the live chat or you watched the rebroadcast, but there's a moment where I think we reference OnlyFans something. We reference something, and I remember showing Josh a picture on my phone. And he was like, oh, my God. Oh, my. He, like, flipped out, right? Well, it was Denise's coochie that I showed him. Because some people were like, oh, my God, he showed Josh Leah McSweeney's butthole. But nobody has seen Leah McSweeney's butthole because she's not selling it, right? But he saw Denise's coochie. That's what, he, that's what I had showed him on the live last night. So, yeah. Oh, that's what you showed Josh. Yeah, that's what I showed Josh. I showed him Denise's coochie. It was $9 on OnlyFans. You guys, that is a bargain. Lee McSweeney won't give us anything, but Denise Richards gave us her whole coochie for $9. She just DM'd me on OnlyFans and says, keep this a secret. It's six photos and four videos. Should I get it? No, I've, I feel like I've wasted so much money on OnlyFans. $10 after, night she need, after last night, she needs to go up. Listen. You know what I'm talking about. So I will just tell you that, Denise Richard, if you have money that you want to invest, not only is it a bargain, but like, my God, she, <laughs> she, 
she is going okay you know what i'm gonna get the ten dollar we're gonna do this okay paid ten dollars it's doing the little heart thingies loading loading let's see oh we got some titties in the morning top of the morning to you wow she's got some great boobs she's got we're titties out we're outside where are we at we're like in raquel's garden raquel's secret garden oh okay who is taping this aaron Okay, she's outside. She is on a bench. Oh, she gave us her feet. She looks drunk in this photo. She's like, you know what I'm talking about. And her feet are out. We could have at least... Oh, she's got a bunion. We could have at least washed her feet. Denise, girl. <sighs> titties out again. Oh, this is a selfie, though, but she definitely facetuned that one. Oh, my God. Her titties are out, you guys. Oh, what is... Oh, we got the water hose. You guys, this is like... So what? It's wild to me that I just spent ten dollars and I'm getting all these photos of Denise Richards on OnlyFans. Listen, I will say that if you're looking to invest in an OnlyFans, Denise Richards. I mean, my God, she said, mm, "Did you come to play, Zach?" It's nine oh six in the morning, Denise Richards. And then Liam McSweeney said, "Good morning. I hope you slept well last night." Do they actually send these photos? Like they have to, um. They have to be auto-generated, right? Denise has the hose. She's outside in the garden. She's like, water in the garden, water in my flowers. My God. Truly, my God. Oh, Denise sent me another one. Jesus, girlfriend, can you calm down? It's nine in the morning. You've got me wanting to act up for you now, Zach. He, 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 naked in the bubble bath waiting for you to play. Unlock for $30. That's where I draw the line. Listen, I already got your coochie, babe. I already got your coochie. I don't need to pay $30 to see you in the bathtub. I saw the coochie. I saw the titties. Like, I'm good. Oh, my goodness. Mama mia. That was just... Quite, quite the eventful morning. <clears throat> okay, back to back to Real Houses of Beverly Hills. So we had the the coo- we ha- sorry not the coochie. We had the the lit dinner where she came for Erica. Erica apologized. I kind of got Erica. I listen. I wish Erica would have kind of gone back. Actually, no. I'm glad Erica didn't go spar with her because I feel like if Erica would have sparred with her, it would have looked bad on Erica's part because Denise was not coherent. Um, I thought Denise's description, she looked good the next, the next day when they all went to lunch. I thought her description of the three something was weird and didn't make any sense. And she was just trying to like make it make sense, but it didn't make sense. Cause again, if you're going to be mad at anybody, the person you should have been mad at at that table was Kyle. And Teddy, I think also said that she was invited to that dinner, but didn't go to that dinner. Um, cause she's not going to go and, and be milked for free. So Erica is boring now. Well, listen, give Erica a minute. Let her breathe. Jesus. Erica was classy and gracious with Denise. I agree. I agree. Then, but the Kyle and Sutton stuff, that was rough. Sutton is having a really rough season. I warned you guys about this. I said, I think Sutton is going to have a rough season. This I just predicted it when I heard that Sutton was coming for Kyle's marriage. I was like, people actually like Kyle's marriage. They like Kyle and Mauricio together. So for Sutton to come at them, I knew that this was not going to play well for Sutton. And it's looking really bad. I think, listen, Sutton was also a little lit. She didn't do any THC, did she? Did she? Do THC? I know she was having some vodka, but I don't know. I just, I thought Sutton took a few low blows coming after the marriage. Because here's the thing. If you know somebody is going through 
a rough time in their marriage, you want to give them a little bit of grace, right? And if there is something going on, you can pull them aside. Like Dorit did. Dorit asked Kyle one-on-one. That's a friend. Sutton alluded to it. Sutton and Garcelle like came at Kyle at her own dinner table in her house. Like you're literally in her house, like coming after her. It's insane to me. It's truly, truly insane. Um, I just, uh, I, the the sister thing when she then called out, like, I think if you're going to call them out for the marriage, fine. I thought it was tacky. I thought it, you know, there were no manners at that table, but whatever, you know, do your thing, girl. Do you think? Do you think? But the sister, when she, they were in the kitchen later and she brought up Kathy and, and Kim, I thought that that was a low blow. I think she was just trying to hurt Kyle in that moment. But it's like, why kick a dog when they're down? That like That's not a friend. You don't throw something in your friends, even if you're a little lit. Like, it's just, it was a low blow to take. Just own that, like, maybe that wasn't the place or time to bring that up at her dinner table in her house as you're eating the food that she's providing for you. You know, it was just, it was very déclassé. Money can't buy you class, honey. Money can't buy you class. Elegance is learned, my friend. And I also thought it was kind of fucked up when at the at her store opening, when Kyle still showed up and she brought Kim, I thought that it was a little mean to then be like, oh, well, the only reason she's bringing Kim around is to show that, you know, she and Kim, oh, or is that next week? I think that's in the clip for next week's episode. There's a clip that came out where Kyle brings Kim to Sutton's store because she's celebrating her four-year anniversary. And um, so I think that, and she's like, oh, well, Kyle only brought her to show that she and her sisters are good. And I was like, really? We're going to play that card? Dumb. Y'all need to like tone it down and tone it down because the audience is turning on Sutton real quick. The, the feedback about her is not great. And people are always like, well, I don't like a takedown. I don't like when people are mean girls. I don't like when they grill one person. And now people are okay with it because it's Kyle. Whatever. And people are like, well, Sutton has her esophagus thing. And that's mean for Kyle to say that she has an eating disorder. Well, Sutton also accused Kyle of having an eating disorder because she said that she's not eating and she's working out all the time. So it's just, you know, interesting. I do think Kyle belittled Sutton's situation. I mean, I don't think she belittled, maybe maybe she belittled it a little bit, but also at the same time, I get Kyle's point. And Kyle was sober in that moment being like, you're mad that you might have to move even though you don't have to move. And then you're mad that you're going to get more child support because you have your son full time now. So I kind of got where Kai was like, but first world problems, right? Like with Dorit's robbery. And then Sutton was like, well, I've had a rough day too. Remember, she couldn't get her designer in. So I just think sometimes Sutton doesn't read the room. And Kyle was just calling that out as one of those moments. Like those are stressful things. Yes. But like, come on, let's really look at the grand scheme of things. But then we brought back Kim. I I, I thought the Kim stuff was kind of dumb at the end when they went for a hike. Like it was cute, but it wasn't anything. It wasn't like a big moment that I was hoping Kim would come back for. But we know Kim comes to the to the four year anniversary party, and then there's a sit down with Kyle and Erica. I don't remember whose house that was at though. But Kim is there as well. So those we see in the previews. But yeah, that's my, that, that was Beverly Hills. It was a good episode though. The dinner party from Hell did not disappoint. You prostitution whore! 
All right, guys. Have a wonderful Thursday. Have a wonderful weekend. If you're not a member, then this will be the last content that you get this week. But if you are a member, then I will be going live on YouTube tonight, live streaming our bonus episode. It will be dropping on the podcast tomorrow morning, Friday morning, for No Filter Plus members on Apple Podcasts. You can sign up today. Get a subscription uh, for that bonus episode. It's a, a weekly bonus episode. So every week you get one bonus whether it's four episodes or five episodes, sometimes I'll drop an emergency members only um, with some tea. So yeah, have a great, great evening. Have a great rest of your weekend. More tea will be spilled on Monday. You can always follow me at Just Plain Zach to keep up with me, or you can follow at No Filter with Zach to keep up with the latest tea on the podcast on Instagram. All right, guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Catch my Salt Lake City recap. It is out now on YouTube with Josh from Louisiana. He's going to be doing Southern Charm New Orleans recaps on Sundays on his YouTube channel. And I also did a recap of Real Houses of Miami and Southern Charm for the Ringer Reality TV podcast, which dropped on Tuesday. So you can tune into that as well. Ringer Reality TV podcast. All right, guys. I love you. I appreciate you. Be sure to get some dose for your liver. All right. Ciao for now. Bye.